Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A huge thank you to Neon, our favorite New Zealand streaming service, for making this season of Culture Vulture happen. everyone. Kia ora. Welcome to Culture Vulture, a bonus episode. We have just come off the best fucking chat with Sharon from Love Island. She was so, so candid with us. So candid, so gorgeous, so lovely, everything we could have hoped for. Except for the audio um, halfway through got kind of better. So (laughs) the first half's a little bit iffy and then it gets really good. But the content, guys, the content quality the whole way through. Boy, did she spill some tea. So if you want to hear that, stick around. Stick around. (laughs) So, Sharon, what made you want to be on Love Island? Like, you know, great job. You seem like such a great person, great gal, and we love that you went on Love Island because we're obsessed. But, like, what was it that sort of made made you want to just do it? I'm literally the only single friend left in my friendship group. And they're all they're like in really serious relationships. I mean, some of them are married and they're like planning on having kids. And I'm just sat there like with all the lockdown stuff going on, being like, I cannot do like modern dating. It's stress. It's so stressful. Mm. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I just looked, you know, as a joke, one of my colleagues was like, you'd be really good on Love Island. And I was like, oh yeah, that's a really funny joke. <gasps> And I applied really casually. I think I sat in the one minute video in like a big woolly jumper and pajama <laughs> bottoms, like just really casually like, yeah, hey, I'm applying to you on the nas- biggest national show ever. But um, yeah, so I think it was it was that. But also for me, like I've only watched a couple of the series of the show before. And I feel like it's just adding another different representation of women on yeah, the show. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So I don't think that's really important. Like, because obviously I've well, I've been doing pageants and things like that, so I've been surrounded by different representations of women for a long time, but I feel like there's not always that with reality TV. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, for sure. And when you went in, did you want to come out and be an influencer and have this big platform, or do you want to go back to your job? Um, I mean, like, for uh, for me, I'm not really... came out and I said I don't want to be one of those people that promotes like car air fresheners and weight loss pills like yeah it's not it's not really on brand for me and (laughs) yeah it would yeah I think it would be more detrimental to me than worth the money so yeah um I think if we was going to say like influencer I'd really I use it as a loose term because I it like from it depends what I'd want to be influencing I think Mm -hmm. definitely something related to my to my career um, you know, working with the female-led organisations I work with, I want to carry on and do that on a bigger scale. So if we were going to go down an influencer route, I definitely would want to do something along those lines. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, going back to my career is definitely, like, in my plan, I think in the immediate future, like in the next month, it would probably be very hard. But, <laughs> yeah. um, like, my career is like my baby, essentially, so I would definitely want to go back and do that. Cool, because, I mean, what made us love you as a person on Love Island so much was that you 
really stood up for like you you're such a strong woman mm. and like whenever a guy not naming names but I think we all know who it is like would make you feel <laughs> emasculated or, any, or like he would feel emasculated by you not just like making yourself small for him yes. and like you were just so strong and I love that you stuck to that the entire time and I think that's so powerful especially to see on reality tv when we don't maybe always see that side to people yeah and I think it was really important to me actually like I, I've always said that you know the one thing worst case scenario for me was to walk in that villa and come out feeling worse about myself than mm. when I went in um so I was always really mindful of that and I really wanted to stick to my own personal morals um so you know in modern day dating if somebody behaved like that to me on a date or mm. said something a lot I would just be like fuck that and like leave but I would never entertain yeah. it in my real life so I'm not going to entertain it in the villa for the sake of playing a game like and I I'm ha- really happy that I stuck to that and yeah I think fuck yeah. now I've come out and seen and firsthand heard what was said behind mm. my back about it mm-hmm. I was like oh. you know what? I've made the best decision yeah. have you gone back and watched the episodes that you were in and are you still watching um, so I'm still watching. I haven't seen any of the Casa or more stuff yet. I don't know if I can bring myself to <gasps> oh watch it. Oh, my because... God. The boys are not behaving well, Sharon. It is disappointing. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen clips and I'm thinking, like, I've seen, like, bits of Liv talking about, like, how she feels during, yeah. like, some of the racing things. And I, it's, like, breaking my heart because I love Liv so much. Like, I think she's, everybody will agree that she is everyone's little sister in the villa. Mm. Um, yeah, she seems like an absolute sweetheart. Everyone over here loves her. Oh, living. yeah. Like, love, I mean, I've almost broke my neck tripping over her shoes in that dressing room, <laughs> or, like, every single day. So she is messy as hell, but, yeah, I love the girls a bit. So, like, it's breaking my heart watching the clips. So I'm, I'm trying to gear myself up to, to watch the two episodes I've missed. Oh, um, okay, in, we won't ask in you terms about them. Of, Oh, God, yeah. Like, I don't even know if I can answer them without getting <laughs> emotional about it. Because I've, I've got, like, everybody gets an attach- attachment to everybody that's in the villa. Mm. But because I've been in there, and most of the people that are in there now, like, I've met and had, like, friendships with and loads of jokes and stuff with it, like, I feel more attached to it. That must be, like, the weirdest thing in the world. Imagine going in, I mean, for us, I, I can't even imagine going into somewhere like that and then it's being broadcast, like, your friends are being broadcast to the whole world, basically. Like, do you forget that the cameras are there? Like, does it become normal or are you always conscious that you're being watched? Oh, you completely forget the cameras are there. Oh, They're not very that's big. freaky. But yeah, I guess it's not very big. Yeah, I guess it's good, like... As you said, you really represented yourself exactly how you would in the real world. Because if you couldn't forget that the cameras were on you, it would be really difficult to sort of stay true to yourself. Or well, I know that I would definitely feel the pressure to act. I don't know. Like, so a, to lie in your like best position all yeah, the time. Yeah, right. Like to, or just like to act a certain way because of how the public's going to view you. But mm. Yeah, in the first, first day, first two days, you're like, oh, my God. Like there's yeah. so many cameras, so I was definitely yeah. trying to lie in like a really nice position. Like, <laughs> yeah. After like the first few days, I was like, no, I can't be bothered anymore. Like I'm just going to sit. Yeah. Like yes. my body sits how it sits at the end of the day. This is it. Like oh, exactly. love, we that. love that. That's yeah. so like, refreshing for Love Island. You're honestly great. Have you found it jarring? Like since you've come out because of your experience, obviously on Love Island, and then seeing how it's presented on TV. Like is that is there quite a disconnect there, or do you think it's pretty fairly? represented uh, I think I take everything that I'm seeing now with a bit of a pinch of salt mm. right. um, because okay. we only see what like 60 minutes of a 24 totally. hour day and the days in the villa are long so you know you miss out a lot do you guys have a day off and like what if there's drama on the day off 
I'm trying to remember, like, did we really have a day off? I think I had one day where I washed my makeup brushes. Oh my um, God. That, that felt really dramatic. Um, <laughs> the mundane. Oh, yeah. And because, like, you, you, you know, we've been wearing makeup every day and they were just vile-looking things. I was oh, just my gosh, I can like, imagine. Oh, we really want to know about, like, the day-to-day life in the villa. Like, did you bring your own clothes or were they all brought, like, for you by brands? Oh, it's, it's so it's half and half. Okay. I mean, my, my chaperone probably wishes that I didn't bring my own clothes. <laughs> when we got to the airport, I was like 12 kilos overweight. <laughs> oh my gosh, um, fair enough though. And they were like one suitcase is too heavy to even go on the plane. So you're going to have to figure out how to distribute the weight. And she was like, your suitcases have already gone. Oh so like, she, was like, she looked at me and she was like, right now, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, so yeah, no, we it, we brought some of our own stuff, but... There are some brands that obviously commercial partners with um, the show, which do provide mm-hmm. us some stuff, um, which I loved because I could just like, I think I said I wanted like a pair of slippers and I ended up coming home with seven pairs of new sliders. Oh my gosh, oh, that's God. incredible. Um, so were they just like <laughs> on a rack for all of you guys to sort of pick and choose from? Like, I don't want to know the details. Um, we used to get drops, actually. I think like occasionally they would come in and there'd be a bag with your name on and like you would be able to go through the bag and basically take the bits that you wanted um during during the dates and stuff um you'd get a rack which was quite cool it felt like going shopping but i never paid for it so (laughs) a dream because you look at everyone's wardrobe and everyone's looking like so hot every night and you're like how do these people just have a new dress to wear every night i was gonna say no outfit repeating to be seen it's it's amazing oh my god yeah to each other's wardrobes and I think quite a lot of every I think quite a lot of people with the same dress size which probably really helped yeah um everyone um not great for like diversity (laughs) (laughs) the same dress size does help in some ways yeah okay I have another question um and it's about the phones that you guys have like what apps are on them can you contact home can you contact like anyone else can you go on instagram like obviously not what there can is you do? nothing on those phones you okay. can't even get time on those phones so oh really um, it's like a casino yeah you don't know time whoa is it so weird like going from such an internet-based world and like you know we're always on social media etc to then suddenly going cold turkey like is it quite an adjustment for your brain really enjoyed it yeah it's really strange my dad was like saying I bet she's climbing the walls of our phone it's another like my phone is like another organ or limb yeah um, and it's like attached to my body but Mm. yeah I literally handed it over I think when they were giving over I was like if you give me a can of Fanta lemon I will give you my phone yeah (laughs) (laughs) like like when when one of you gets a text are you told like right Kaz is about to get a text she needs to yell it out, like, I got a text. Or do you read it first and then, like, okay, this is how I'm going to say it, and then, like, yell it out? What's the, what's the go there? Oh, no, that's raw. That's raw. Like, we literally get the text and, like, you're like, oh. And because you can text each other. Oh, oh you can. Like, talk behind each other's yeah. backs. Like, a text <laughs> well, behind well, each other. Yeah, is yeah. that phone drama? <gasps> I don't, well, I, I think, you know, we know that other people can see, like, the other islanders might be able to see your text but other people somewhere will be able yeah. to read what you're saying. So um, everyone's very careful with what you said. Right. Because um, could the producers be like, oh, we know that you've sent this text to so-and-so, but you haven't voiced it on the show. Like, say no, you have, yeah, like you have to talk about it. 
Yeah, I think it's pretty much one of those things, but I'm pretty oh. sure the boys just text each other saying they loved each other and like send each other oh, selfies. Oh, which, oh. well, it's, you say that, but that sound yeah. can give you PTSD. So that is jarring. Oh. Like when you know oh, there's going to be something happening and, and that sound have- is going off. Do you have to have the sound on all the time, like real loud, like we're here on the show? You can't turn the sound off. Like there's oh. no there's no way to adjust any of the settings. You can't even lock the phone. Oh my god! Um, this is very this very is interesting. So Sharon. interesting. This is so funny, Sharon, because when we asked you know our audience what everyone wanted to hear from you, it was all. The, the real the mundane. mundane stuff, like mm. who does your laundry, like what do you eat for lunch, all of that sort of shit. Like that's what people want to know. Uh, I don't know who does my laundry, but mm. they mix my whites and colours. So, you know, oh. I have to find out now. <laughs> oh, my God. They need to find a, a new laundry person. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, volunteer. Please. Someone does our laundry for us. But, you know, for me, like, I've now come home and I need to figure out how to do my own laundry myself again. So I'm looking at my washing machine being like, what is this? Like, like what are all work? these buttons for? I've never seen this before. <laughs> I was a feminist and now I don't know how to do shit on my own. Yeah, now I don't know how to use any of my own appliances and I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do. Is the food all catered and they just don't film you guys eating because that's like not interesting and like uncomfortable or what's what's the deal with meal times? They say we're not going to film you eating, but I'm pretty sure in lots of clips I'm eating cornflakes. Just sat <laughs> oh, there yeah. like everyone's having really intense conversations. I'm there with my bowl of cereal, like yeah, like cool. It's like um, Lucinda's line how she was going on about <laughs> eating special K with raspberries on top. <laughs> it was just yesterday me and Brad were sharing special K with raspberries on top. <laughs> The cereal cupboard, the cereal cupboard in that kitchen is really good. So, um, you know, I do miss that. And I'm not even a cereal person, but apparently in that dinner I was. Oh, Um, fair enough. Going back to the time thing. So you couldn't see time on your phones. Did you like know when you're waking up in the morning and what time you're going to be? I know this. Oh, no, no idea about any of it. What? Yeah, no, no clue. That's crazy. (laughs) So do you guys turn the lights off or do the producers? Like, do you just get to bed and then they're like, right lights out and then they turn them off or like do you get to sort of choose when you're tired no so they'll be like okay islanders it's time to go to bed and then um they'll give you a like rough estimation of how long you need you've got until they turn the lights off basically you have have to wait for everyone to get in the room because it goes so dark and there's so much furniture (laughs) but um oh my god i'm that person (laughs) they just turn on yeah, there's, I don't think I saw a single light switch in that villa, I'm, I won't oh, lie. That's um, so weird. Yeah, so they, the lights aren't are controlled by somebody else. So, they, yeah, they come on in the morning and it is bright. Like, yes. I think everybody was really angry about the lights being so bright and like being like, why can you not wake us up nicely? Because like, <laughs> it's Love Island, Sharon. They just, I don't know if you know, but they don't do that. I don't know if you've been there. Yeah, yeah it's Love Island. Apparently, I'm asking for too much. <laughs> and do you ever see producers like walking around fixing things telling you oh yeah actually a question has come to me midway through question sorry this is not professional questionception but like when a new bombshell comes in and the girls are all up on the terrace and the boys are all down there to meet her have you been told right girls you all have to go to the terrace and watch this new bombshell come in and then it's like okay and now you can go down and you'll run down and meet her like is that all planned like um, that? I wouldn't say it was planned like that. Obviously, we knew with AJ that she was going to come in because we'd mm. lost the game. Mm-hmm. So we knew there was we knew there was a bombshell coming and we knew the boys were going to get a little party, yep. their little drinks, their music. Like, it really annoyed mm. us. I think the music annoyed us more than the mm. bombshell coming in because we, we don't really, you don't get to listen to any music while you're in there. Oh, my God. Um, so and what? there's only so many... 
so much of anyone else's singing that I can take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hugo and, and Leo's, like him singing, baby lock them doors. Yeah, there's only so much of that you can take. Um, so we were on the terrace being like, screw you boys and your music and your lights and your party. Like, we're more annoyed about that than we were about the bombshell coming in. Yeah. You guys um, were always so, so gorgeous to all the women. Oh, I love so the women supporting women. Yeah. Like, I, I think this season really, it brought... Like previous seasons, it's been the the boy group that has really been strong. But this season, the girl friendships were so wholesome, mm. and it was really awesome to watch. We loved that part of it. Was well, it real? Like, I, were the friendships really wholesome, or, or was it all fake? <laughs> Uh, no, do you know what? Actually, I have said that this season is like the season of cis months rather than bromance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm here for it. But like for me, the, well, the friendships on my side were definitely very genuine. Obviously, yeah. you know, there's times we have disagreements and you like bash heads, but you're literally in each other's face 24-7. Yeah. So it's bound to happen. But yeah, I mean, like when um, the bottom three couples were at the fire pit, like me and Kaz telling each other we loved each other was oh, like all genuine. Yeah. Oh my god, it yeah. was so <laughs> so cute. Kaz seems so gorgeous and lovely. Do you have someone that you're rooting for to win? The couple, I've always said Jake and Lib mm. to win because um, you know, I was stood next to Lib when the lads were coming into the villa. Yes. Um and I instantly got a vibe between those two. Like Aww. as soon as he walked through the door, I was like, "Yeah, he's like him and Lib are gonna are gonna do smash this." And like she stepped forward, and then as soon as that happened, I was like, "Yeah, they're basically like they were stood next to me." I was like, "Yeah, they're probably gonna be the winning couple." Um, I mean, I was rooting for Liam and Millie, but after the clips of Casper and more, yeah. I'm oh. starting to like get a bit concerned. Yeah. I know, I'm a bit annoyed, it's man. Insane. We're it's so annoyed. annoyed. Oh my god! So. Back to the fact that you don't have music, you don't have apps on your phone. Like, I have never seen you guys reading books and stuff. What do you actually do all day? Uh, we play our own games. Oh, yeah. Okay. We actually find the weirdest things to do. I can't remember the name of the game was that Jake taught us, but it was like a number game with rocks. And oh. if you'd watched it, you'd be like, what are this lot doing? Like, what's going on? Aww. It was like playing stakes and ladders between, like, grown-up people. Um, that's so yeah, cute. No, we made our own games. Like you know, there's we've got we actually did get in the pool a lot. I think yeah. When I was there, um, we played lots of games. We had like really cool lilos, and there was one unicorn lilo that nobody <laughs> could get on or stay on, and it was really uncompromising in a bikini just to try and get <laughs> on this one thing. Um, but yeah, no, we just we made our own like our own fun and games, and I think you know in some of the unseen bits, like yeah. after the the stag and hen challenge, like all the girls putting feathers in the boys' stuff. I always um, sort of wish that we saw more of that stuff on the actual show, but then I guess, you know, they have such limited time to yeah. sort of tell the main storylines. But I just, I found when I watched some of the unseen bits that you got to know different sides of people, like especially people like Brad and some of the other boys that you very much just saw what they were like with the girls having those sort of like difficult conversations. Mm. Um, and then yeah. you suddenly realised, oh, like, they're actually much more, I don't know, multifaceted, multifaceted like, than you gave them credit for. Mm. Yeah, no, definitely. I think there's been loads of times where like Faye would steal, like Brad is like really good at cooking in the kitchen and stuff, right? Yeah. So he makes the like the most gorgeous looking granola bowl I've ever seen in my life. And I don't understand how he's done it. He, get, he gets really into it. And yeah. there's oh, been loads nice. of times where 
he's put it in the kitchen on the table and he's gone to put stuff back and Faye will steal his breakfast and he'll be looking for it. Like, oh. And we're just sat on the day beds <laughs> laughing and he's like looking around like, where did I just put my food? Like, <laughs> yeah, because when, um, Faye, when Faye said she was best mates with Brad when he was leaving... All the audience, well, definitely these three members of the audience, were sort of like, what? We never saw you being best friends with Brad, but you obviously were because you're so upset. And so, like, is there a lot that we don't see of friendships that are really forming and really tight behind the scenes? Yeah. No, I completely get that because I wasn't surprised when, you know, Mm. when she said, like, you know, we're best friends. And I think, obviously, because I see very different sides to how they behave with each other. Mm. And I think, actually, with Hugo and I, when he picked me during that recoupling the night that Rachel got dumped mm. a lot of people were really surprised by the fact he was like she's like my best friend yeah um, definitely he, yeah I think well I mean Hugo and I've had like three hour conversations about why he doesn't like condiments and I don't think that makes very good reality tv um like <laughs> great for friendships minutes yeah a whole 45 minute chat on why he doesn't like barbecue based pizza <laughs> isn't very good um very good conversation but like we used to talk about stuff like that all the time like alien conspiracy theories i think all of the islanders were trying to discuss whether we thought fish had tongues oh my god um, um and sharon while we're talking about hugo what did you think of his speech um oh yeah you know, i really want to get your opinion on this <laughs> that speech <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's famous speech. not to sway your opinion but we were obsessed yeah, with it you know what like i i was knew that he was going to pick Chloe in the recoupling like Hugo is a very good friend and he is a very loyal friend um, and you know like he's just as cl- close to Chloe as he was with me so you know if that mm. if I was in that situation he would have done the same thing for me yeah. so I wasn't very surprised by that um, I wasn't surprised by what he said I think it's how he said it that took everyone by surprise. Mm, like so much gusto. Yeah, like he said, he like literally said it with chess. And I saw so many things on Twitter being like, because obviously he'd had a haircut, and everyone's like, his haircut's like got him like he's really got all this confidence. <laughs> <laughs> he's suddenly feeling himself and his opinions with his haircut. It's a shame. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like, I was like, oh wow, damn. Okay, I was like, maybe the two weeks that he spent in bed coupled up with me when we were talking about those random things just got him feeling like a type of way. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, like I completely back him with what he said. Yeah. Um, and I agree. Like, you know, I think Toby needed to be called out. I have said, like, on my Instagram that Hugo was basically part of enabling Toby to do what he did to Kaz with Chloe. Right. Um, but so I mean, I was, it was a bit it was a bit of hypocritical but I think it was right because he'd done it again it wasn't as if he was just not feeling Kaz and then yes. he was like really into Chloe so he did that yeah. that's the aim of the game but he's this is the second time yeah. he's done it and now obviously in Kaz or more he's going to do it again uh-huh. um, oh well yeah your boy just doesn't learn does he <laughs> that's why he's never had a relationship no. before he can't make his fucking mind up it's because he's going on vibes like that's what he says he's like I'm looking for vibes and I was like not commitment like vibes I don't <laughs> not know. loyalty not kindness and, vibes and when he's sick of your vibes he's just, just like oh well because vibes, vibes only last so long you know yeah, yeah I, I, I remember having a conversation with him about it and he's like yeah I just want a girl with good vibes and I was like I was just looking around and I was like you know if you want a serious relationship you need to look for more than vibes yeah. like you Vibes is something I look for in a mate, like my <laughs> pub partner, yeah. not my part, like not my actual partner. <laughs> yes, like we have vibes, and are we dating? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true because you like all the boys were so obsessed with having a chill girl, and like, oh my god, that got to me. Like, 
of course a girl is going to show her feelings and be emotional, but they're clearly just looking for this, like, someone who is okay with them just going and talking to other people. And I don't know, that's wrapped me up this season for sure. I think it's, I think one of the things that was um, annoyed the, the girls while I, while I was in there is that they, we just felt like the boys always had the upper hand. Yes. Um, when it comes to bombshells and recoupling yes. and things like that. And we were always like, what the hell is this? Like, why, um, why do they always have the upper hand? And I remember like turning around to them and being like, look, I know there are guys in this island that are meant to come in here. When am I going to get one for me? Like, yes. <laughs> um, yeah. And um, yeah, so I think we were, I feel like when the girls got to pick in that recoupling, it was quite, for me, it felt really obvious where people's heads were at and where mm. they were going to go. And there wasn't any real surprises to me. Um, whereas I feel like when the boys were picking, you just had no bloody clue I where know. anyone was going to go. Like, I did not think Danny was going to pick Lucinda. Lucinda. Yeah. I know, they're all pretty erratic. And yeah. and the thing, the thing that's been pissing us off, or me <laughs> off at least, is that, like, the guys, and this actually happened with you and Aaron, the guys think they shit gold or something and that the girls are just so into them. Yeah, like, oh, my God, if I touch her on the shoulder, she's going to want to be my wife. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got that vibe from Aaron, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, oh, absolutely. How do you feel about Lucinda and Millie coming in? And I was like, well, I don't. Care. Yeah. He, like, he kept asking me, so I obviously I kept saying I don't care. Mm. You ask me the same question, I'm going to give you the same response. And then I saw in when I watched the episode back, he was like, "Oh, people that say they don't care that many times usually means yeah. they do." And I was like, "No, you literally asked me the same question six times. Yes. So I'm going to give you the same answer." Oh, <laughs> that's so frustrating. Toby did that to Kaz as well yes. when he was like, he was trying to get a reaction out of her when he left her for Chloe and Kaz just wasn't giving it to him and you could tell that he wanted her to like fire up so he could be like yeah she's not a chill girl she's not the one for yeah, me. Yeah to like, like validate his decision. She's too fiery like Aaron kept saying she's too fiery and and it was just because you'd outwardly said that you had a career and you didn't want kids and he was sort of like oh I'm out. I can't that be having a so woman. ridiculous. Oh, I hit, oh. You know what's even weirder about the whole kids thing is that I didn't actually like there was bits of it where I like I was never like I'm not thought about having children because I've never been in a relationship where I feel like I wouldn't I wouldn't be making all of the sacrifice like everybody knows when you have that when you have kids and you make that decision it you like it should be equal and like you know you both have to give up parts of your life to be able to make it work whereas I feel like in most relationships I've had it Mm. would be me that has to give up everything you know not just my body but my career as well Mm -hmm. it's just that Uh, expectation I'm not doing that yeah and I I said to him that um in a separate conversation the next day I was like look I have really high standards of what I think good parenting is like my parents are amazing and they've like shown me what it should be like if Mm -hmm. I ever wanted to have children and you know I said to him like you know you don't give me that like I don't Mm. I was like I've only been coupled up with you for three days first of all We've never actually had you know, like you had to text me my own name so you could remember it. Oh my um, god, they left just, that bit out. <laughs> oh yeah, during the like knowing me, knowing you stuff, like you know, we had time to get to know each other before the game. And he was like, "What's your full name? Like, what's my name?" And he had to text it to me so he could remember. So, oh. you know, uh, if you can't remember my name, I'm not going to give you my womb. No, <laughs> I think that's <laughs> fair enough. And then he was quite obviously like taken aback when you said that. And then I hate it because he. He sort of used it against you when he realised that he wanted to go after Lucinda or Millie or whoever he wanted to go after. He he then didn't just say to you straight up, like, 
oh, I want to go get to, and get to know someone else, he then was like, no, look, you're too sort of strong, you don't want kids, and just like you, used you against like you. Like very personal things. I would have been absolutely livid. I love the way that you sort of just ever so slightly moved away from him throughout <laughs> that conversation. I was just like, yes, Sharon. <laughs> I, um, I read my friend's group chat about that situation. They were texting during the show. Um, and I think it's quite obvious that I'm a very vocal person. Yeah. The fact I sat there in silence and looked at the fire pit, my friends were like, everybody in this villa needs to take cover because this girl is about to blow. Like, I, if I sit in silence and just say nothing, it usually means something really bad is, like, going to happen. Yeah, and I know you're in trouble. I honestly, yeah, and I did, but the thing is, so normally I would have kicked off in that situation, but I didn't mm. want to give him the satisfaction yes. of, like, thinking Because it's what he me. wanted, yeah. Yeah, or, like, to be like, yeah, this is exactly why I didn't want to be mm-hmm, with you because, mm-hmm. you know, you're that, I didn't want to give him that leverage, that reason, so I just walked off, but yeah, fine. Mm-hmm. But I do remember having another conversation with him, like, a couple of days down the line where he was like, like it was basically I mean during the no amino new stuff he told me has commitment issues and I mean that was bloody obvious um, <laughs> but you know he he said to me that he was worried that people were like branding us as this big power couple we'd only been coupled up for a couple of days and I, I turned around to him and said look I don't think you understand but a couple means two like nobody <laughs> else's opinion should matter yes. it's what happens between us Absolutely. um matters. like I'm the person you're coupled up with if you feel type of way about something someone said I'm that person you should speak to about it, not mm. everybody else. And then I have to guess and guess. I'm not a bloody mind reader. No, I said to him as well that, um, you know, I have always said to him, since we were coupled up, you can speak to other girls because I would speak to other guys. So yeah. because I would want him to respect me doing that, mm-hmm. I'd respect him doing that. Um, I, but I said to him that all I'd want from you at this point is transparency. So if you're going to pull a girl for a chat to tell me, mm. after that conversation... Like literally three hours or whatever after that conversation, he did it without telling me oh. in front of me. Man, if you guys are listening to this and thinking, "Fuck, I want to watch along," you can. Neon is our favourite New Zealand-based streaming service, not just for Love Islands, but for shows like Euphoria and The Handmaid's Tale too. Oh, for when you're trying to fill in those gaps before the new episode yes. of Love Island. And the best part is, you can get a 14-day free trial to test it out. That's two free weeks of Love Island, and we can guarantee at that point you will be hooked. And none of this would be possible without Neon, who let us chat about Love Island as part of our job, which is the best fucking thing ever. Oh, thanks, Neon. Shot Neon. There'll be a couple of good Kiwi blokes here in New Zealand for you, Sharon. <laughs> yeah. When the borders open up, we will set you up. <laughs> With all of the guys that we all the eligible bachelors. <laughs> I mean, there aren't any in the UK right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sharon, did you guys talk about public opinion while you were in there? Like, did, did you sit there and think, oh, I wonder what the public's going to think about what I just said or what I just did? I'm so interested. I can't speak for everyone, but it never really crossed my mind. Wow. Um, wow. She lives in I the moment. I'm, yes. <laughs> She's think, mindful. You know what? I've come to that realisation, like, just me as a person, obviously with my pageant experience and things, that I'm never going to make everyone happy. Mm-hmm. And someone is always going to have an opinion on what I do, no matter what. So I just thought, you know what, as long as I'm happy with what I'm doing, then I, I don't really care. Uh, That's <laughs> amazing. And have you found since you've come out that you've gotten a lot of lot of support like how has that been since you've been out of the villa it's been a very mixed bag I think you know I think it's quite a given that women get trolled more than men post love island hell yeah yeah. um yeah and I've definitely seen it with the islanders that have been dumped so far Mm. um 
so yeah, I, I, I will say that I've experienced my fair share of trolling, but actually the, the supportive messages that I've received completely outweigh that. And I've had yeah. a lot of, a lot of my message requests are from young, teen, young women, Aww. teenage girls saying that, you know, I've made them feel better about what they want from their life. Mm, yeah. Um, and you know, a lot of the women that have messaged me don't want children mm, yeah. um, and now feel completely comfortable saying it because I've, turned around and said it as well that's yeah. incredible that's so great and and have love island themselves been helping you readjust to life outside the villa i know they have promises um in terms of mental health and the ways that they're going to support you as well yeah no um i honestly itv have have been amazing um you know we've got our own welfare team um like every like you can literally pick up the phone at any time and message anyone and you'll get a response oh, even gosh. though some of them are in another country yeah. um yeah if anything like they call me so often <laughs> oh my <laughs> god <laughs> you really call me good. so often <laughs> it's almost like this is making me anxious <laughs> <laughs> and also i'm that's i'm such a like modern person you know when you get a phone call from a number you don't know and you wait for it to finish calling oh, so you can yeah, try and yes. figure out who it is <laughs> yeah I'm one of those people so I'm looking at the phone being like who is that <laughs> <laughs> it was me Sharon I was trying to get in contact with you <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah like if it's important enough they'll leave a voicemail yes. <laughs> oh my god that is so me yeah. Like, yeah I look at him like yeah they'll leave a voicemail it'll be okay yeah, <laughs> yeah. Love it. um sorry I know I'm asking so many questions guys no, it's great. I just really want to know, is it fake news that you're only allowed one drink per night or could you have more than one drink? <laughs> um, so, I mean, slightly fake news because it's two drinks a night. Oh, but, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it is limited. And I can hold my alcohol really well. So I think Kaz is such a lightweight. She was like drunk after her two glasses. <laughs> And I was like looking in my cup thinking, where's the rest of my wine? Because I'm not feeling this. Like, what's going on? <laughs> what was that real colourful? Is it like a multicoloured drink that I keep seeing in all these glasses? Or is that the glasses? <laughs> oh, <laughs> these are the no, hard thing questions. <laughs> Sharon, I was wondering a little bit more about like the application process. So, so what do you do? Do you apply online and then you just go through a, like a bunch of different interviews? Or? Pretty much. So, I mean, it depends if you're, if you applied what, by natural application or whether you've been like approached by oh, yeah. Um, yeah. casting uh, I applied actually I think you do have to go even if you're approached you still have to go through the whole process so um because obviously you might look good on Instagram but if you have nothing about you then there is no point um, yeah <laughs> but True. um yeah the application process is very long yeah um, oh, really? it's very intense yeah but I think you know it's not just like having interviews and things there is lots of like mental health assessments to go right. through yeah. a lot of um physical um assessments like you know we had to go well I had to go to a, a same day doctor and they had to do blood tests mm-hmm. like drug screening mm-hmm. um like yeah it's very very intense like I don't think there's a single aspect of my life that's not being discussed during the application wow. process um, yeah, and they even like go through your friends and your family, Shit. all of that stuff. Mm. Yeah, so I didn't tell my dad that I'd applied for the show, <laughs> sorry, dad, um, until he had. So English isn't my mum's first language, um, so I kind of had to tell my dad that I was applying because he needed to speak to a psych, and my dad would be oh. like, "Why am I speaking to a psychologist? <laughs> what a way for to no reason." <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, that is how he found out. So I wasn't planning on telling him. I was just waiting to go on the show, um, and he could figure it out himself. But um, fair enough, though. I don't know if I could tell my parents. (laughs) No, Um, we love that we could just chat to you 
as you. Like, we just DM'd you and we got to talk to you and then we were like, come on the pod, and you were like, yes. And we were sort of thinking, are you allowed to just do that? Do you have to run things by ITV or, like, are there restrictions or what you can and can't do? As long as I – so with the podcast, I think it was as long as I'd done the Love Island podcast first. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, you do have to run things past past people and stuff, yeah. but I don't have – I mean, I didn't have management until last night, so. Oh, no. <laughs> right, right, right. Congratulations. Yeah, that's exciting. You girls get managed. Thank you. <laughs> would you ever, after your experience on Love Island, would you ever consider going back on reality t- television? I wouldn't even know, like, what I would do. I think someone's asked you that question before, and I was a bit like, um, I wouldn't do anything that had to food related after that food challenge like anything oh my gosh that was horrific oh my god should we talk about that oh yeah I mean that was disgusting to watch let alone participate in yeah how was it uh absolutely horrific like Hugo I yelled so many things at Hugo because he just kept doing stuff that made me feel really ill like I remember he'd mixed mustard garlic mayo and peas in his mouth in one go Oh, oh, my gosh, dude. Um, that's Hugo, that's so no one's coupling up with you. Yeah. <laughs> you keep doing shit like that. So, like, I mentally... Pre- I saw yellow and was like, okay, I've mentally prepared myself for mustard. Oh. And what I got was not mustard. And I remember spitting oh. it out thinking, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what is that? I was like, why is the mustard lumpy? And why does it taste like garlic? Oh, um, and he was like, He was like, I'm trying to save time. And I was like, don't <laughs> save time. I was like, we don't need save to Save me. Oh, God, he's such a sports person. Like, oh, it's just for <laughs> so the game. So competitive. Like, I just want to win. Because <laughs> we did really well at the meat bit. You know, the, fir- the first part of it where you <laughs> yeah. had to, like, throw meet at people's chest oh, we yeah. did so well at it and he turned around to me and was like yes because I'm a PE teacher and you've got a big surface area as a joke oh, so much. <laughs> oh my you. gosh did you watch that bit back because did you see the way that Toby was sort of like projectile <laughs> vomiting oh. into Chloe's mouth it was like he was a mother bird feeding his <laughs> chick it was disgusting I haven't been able to bring myself to watch it back but I oh. remember looking down at the line at where Chloe and Toby were. And I was like, what the hell happened over there? <laughs> Chloe is covered in her... Like, she looks like she's puked all down herself. And, like, their meat was, like, in a weird pile on the floor. <laughs> oh, I was like, why oh, is it yuck. there? And she just said... She said, basically, Toby was having too much fun with it. And instead of, like, throwing slices to get it to stick, he literally just picked up the whole tray and just threw it at one go, which obviously nobody's chest could catch that much meat in one go. Um, so, like, it had been like a manky pile on the floor, but it was hot as well, so everything was just vile, gross. Oh, yeah, God. like, were you guys sweating, like, 24-7? Because it looks hot as. I mean, dumb question, Lucy, but how sweaty was it? <laughs> oh, during that line of booty challenge, in those policewoman outfits, I thought I was going to oh, die. Oh. Like, I was like, I'm sweating balls. It's awful. Oh my was God. it so scary, like, having to be really sexy on screen like that? Yeah. That's my worst nightmare. If someone told me to do that, I just don't know if I could. But you guys all did it so well. Um, yeah, I was like, I'm not sexy at all. I was like, I'm no, really comfy. Beautiful. I'm going to be the person to, like, fall off the, <laughs> off, fall off the police van. You know when Rachel fell down the stairs? Oh, yes. yeah. I, I was surprised that wasn't me. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, definitely took me out of my comfort zone I felt really awkward doing it I think I was like because there's no music and I haven't had a there's drink there's no music so... no <laughs> no fuck oh. that I would be like eliminated of hell yeah <laughs> just be like I'm going home the islanders to hype you up enough to be able to do it without yeah. music and without a drink in yeah, the like, system so um wow. did it feel like a family did you 
like love everyone there and they could all you could all hype each other up to be like this is this weird social experiment that we're all part of but we're together it felt like that I think you know very quickly it was the realization that we don't have anyone else but each Mm. other like we because you know if you if I was dating and like now and I had a problem with a boy like or someone said something that upset me I'd ring my mum or Mm. my friends and talk to them about it but you you can't do that um you literally only have each other to rely on each other and you know we wake up together we eat together we go to bed together it was very much family vibes like Mm. even though you know there's drama on screen you know behind the screen everyone just got on so well and like knew that we were all in the same boat essentially yeah I think it really does come across um even though as you said that is obviously drama I mean that's what we're all watching it for (laughs) but it is quite lovely this season yeah definitely I think you know going to bed like everybody be like telling each other they loved each other and like good night and like we'd all get in the morning the girls would get in each other's beds and stuff like the boys probably thinking like I've never had so many girls in my bed in one in one go (laughs) (laughs) was it so weird sleeping in a bed with a stranger at the start yeah so so strange um and I think like I think Hugo also found it really strange because he was holding onto the side of that, like the end of the Aww. bed. If he was any further off the edge, he might as well have slept on the floor. Oh my um, God. <laughs> and you've just got to that pretend was... not to be offended. Yeah, like, <laughs> confidence boost. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, towards the end, he very much opened up and he started stealing yeah. the duvet. So I don't know which one I prefer. <laughs> yeah. True. Iced coffee seems to be the currency of love on Love Island, but the boys' coffees <laughs> always look so shocking. Like, were they yuck when the boys made them? Oh, do you know what? I think that's why I cried so much on Bradley. (laughs) Um, It was the realisation that my morning coffee will never be the same ever Uh again. Um, Because they look so watery. I agree. Oh, God, I know. Brad was, like, amazing at making... He remembered how he remembered everybody's morning drink order and exactly how they liked it. We did not see that side of Brad. Oh, my God, Brad was, like, amazing. He, like, yeah, remembered everyone's drink order how they have it like he remembered that I have like dairy free milk in my coffee so he'd keep mine separate from everybody else's um like stuff like that like Brad is a complete sweetheart and we just did not I just don't feel like people saw as much no. of it as we did yeah. when he left the boys were like okay well we need to like learn to take over from Brad and Hugo was like okay what's everyone's drink order and I think <laughs> I told him mine and he'd forgot it straight away oh, so he oh. was like texting me everyone's drink order and then in the morning they'd be like yelling up to the roof tower and be like what do you drink again? Like we'd have to be yelling down like my, my, my big foghorn mouth, like screaming down boys. Oh, oh, bless Hugo for trying so hard. A question on the producers, because I feel like we've been talking about them as if they're very like godlike big brother style. Mm. But are they like in there with you? How how involved are they in your day-to-day life? I mean, you do get to see them. I, for me personally, it was more I got to talk to them about what bikini I was wearing that day. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, yeah, I, I, to be fair, I used to just talk. I can talk for England. So um, I just talk to anyone about anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it doesn't always work out well for me, but it is there. So they're just kind of like roaming around? Um, not really, actually, I don't think. Like, they'd appear to, like... So, I mean, when you want something... Yeah, like, right, When we okay. were swimming and stuff, they'd appear to, like, give you what you wanted and stuff. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't say they were that heavily involved. Can you, like, request things that you need or want that's going to make your time more comfortable or, like, better? And they'll... Like, if you wanted a unicorn lilo, would they just bring it to you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know how specific we could have got away with. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, like, they would... If we were, like, in the pool and stuff, that like they 
would bring out lilos and stuff like that. So Aww. yeah, no, it's really cool. And uh, they, like I remember um, having a good moan to the producers that the um, the boys were eating snacks faster than the girls could pee. Like we never got any like of the snacks. So they did a secret snack drop for the girls and the boys got livid. Oh my they were God. raging about it. This shit's <laughs> so interesting. Like, so, the minutia like, of Love Island is so like beyond I know like what I would give to just go into that villa and have a look around (laughs) like do we see the whole villa because on the bird's eye views it looks huge but then when we're seeing it on screen I feel like we only see like three or four areas or rooms um I mean all the rooms you get to see are all the rooms that we're we can go in um I think obviously because there's the hideaway Mm. the hideaway is quite big um and we obviously can't roam in and out of the hideaway so I think that's probably why? True. Um, Can you hear people doing bits in um, <laughs> well, at when night? You guys are all I always wonder that. Um, yeah, I can hear everyone snogging. It's very loud. And oh loud. god! <laughs> oh, I um, get such bad secondhand like cringe. <laughs> oh, do you know what? Millie and Liam were the worst. Oh, I oh. can imagine oh. their snogging was so loud. I d- and my mine and Hugo's bed was pretty much next to there. So me and Hugo just looked at each other and was like, for God's sake, like not this again. And every <laughs> night as well. Come on, guys. <laughs> Did you get much sleep? Uh, I honestly couldn't tell you. Yeah, <laughs> that's true, because you don't know no the time. Idea. That must yeah, be so the most no disorientating thing in the world. Do you know what, actually? I think it was like, once you got used to it, you got used to it very quickly. Yeah. Um, and now I've been out. I'm not, I'm still very much in villa time. Yeah, right. I think the first like forty-eight hours that I was returned back to the UK, I think I slept for a total of two, three hours max. But I was very confused about time. I don't miss fighting who gets to go for a shower first. Oh, oh. yeah, how does that work? How many showers are there? How many toilets are there? <laughs> how many taps? <laughs> two <laughs> toilets, two showers. Oh, no, oh, no way. Yeah, the boys used to shower outside, and the girls oh, used to shower upstairs in the bathroom. Oh my god! That's wild. And so every night, are you told that you have to get ready and put on makeup and like, because that's a that's a struggle. Well, it looks like a struggle having to sort of put your face on every single night. Is that a must? It's not a must. I think it was like a, I think people. That's where you are conscious that you are on TV. I mm. think so. People are putting makeup on. Like I don't wear makeup every day. It's really unnatural for me to do that. Mm. Um, so I found it really hard. But you know, you you got used to it. But I think the stressful thing is that a dressing room is so much smaller than it looks, and oh. there are so many of you in there. <laughs> and Lib's got the world's thickest, longest hair, so which yeah. is blow drying, and gets really warm in oh. there as well. So it's just. Yeah, I don't miss the stressful getting ready experience, I won't lie. And you said that there's no music in the challenges. Please tell me when you guys are going and dancing before like a night that you're drinking that there's music when you're dancing. Oh, what, in the night? Yeah. I'm trying to remember now. I think the first night there was like two songs. Oh, my God. So, okay, even when you're getting ready and putting makeup on, you can't play music or, like, a podcast or anything? You can't have any entertainment? No, we just entertain each other. This wow. is so wild. I love that we've really fixated on, like, the coffee and the music and the shower numbers. <laughs> All of the really important stuff, you know. Oh, absolutely. Like, fuck the relationships. We yeah. don't even want to know. <laughs> the admin. The admin. <laughs> but maybe we should talk about some relationship stuff. Let's, yeah. let's talk about some some juicy things. Okay. Question. Sharon, you know, when you had that period where you were like, oh, I could consider going for Hugo, was that just because he was the only one left and you sort of didn't really know what else to do? Or did you actually think maybe something could happen between you and Hugo? Um, do you know what? I've 
I said it for the whole time I was there. Oh, so oh. it was I think that I think the one chance everyone got to see it, it looked like right. that I yeah, like that would had run out of options essentially. But oh, I'd been that's... saying it for the three weeks I was there. Oh, I think that, he's um... stupid for turning you down. Oh my but... god, yeah. I was <laughs> shocked that he did. Same. I was still like, okay. If you don't want this, what do you want, man? And we're still questioning that. He still doesn't know. <laughs> do you know what? I did watch the first... I think everybody that will come out will watch the first episode back, like all the OGs, because, oh, you yeah. know, the first episode is is massive. Mm-hmm. So that was probably one of the first things I did when I got home. And I remember him saying to the lads that I'm not the type of girl you can take home to your mum and dad. <gasps> what? Did he? In the first episode, yeah. Who does he think he is? Oh, I actually don't know. <laughs> At this point, no, I don't know. I'm quite shocked. I think he's. I mean, he. I'm sure he would not say that about you now. But like, damn, what did he think he's doing? Oh my god, I know. My friends kicked off in the group chat about that. I remember <laughs> seeing it when I came out. I was laughing so much. But yeah, I was a bit like, oh, okay. Like, oh I god. don't really know what gave what gave you that impression, but you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um. Also, I'm interested to know what did you think about Lucinda and Aaron's sort of coupling um i mean i I wasn't really surprised by it to be fair because um aaron had basically put his hat in the ring even before brad and lucinda were coupled up so right um, yeah 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 do you think you'll catch up with them now that they're out (laughs) that'd be weird yeah i mean i've already like spoken to aaron briefly and you know said that we'll all um meet we've like you know when we were in the villa every all the ogs and stuff were like making loads of plans like what we want to do when we leave and like what holidays will go on and stuff so yeah no well i mean when i left i was i left friends with everyone yeah um so i I would definitely want to see everyone again oh that'll be such a like fun reunion um okay next relationship question do you like teddy and faye together because they're a bit of a favorite among us i love teddy and faye i love them both individually and as a couple yeah 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 she you don't think well this is only you know her this is only what i've seen but you wouldn't assume her to feel things as deeply as she quite obviously does like she seems so tough and brave and then every now and again something will happen and she'll just be in bits because she cares so much yeah, for, for all the girls. It's really the nice. Yeah, Faye is a softie. I'm I'm sorry. This she does she does have this like bad girl um like front, but yeah, she is a softie at heart. Like she's she's the mum of the villa, I think. Aww. Aww. I love that. Yeah, she definitely looks after everyone. Definitely Lib, because there's been times where like, Lib's got a hairbrush stuck in her hair and I've looked at it and been like, <laughs> oh my yeah, God. no, like I can't do that. Like, <laughs> I love that all Lib's problems um, have to do with hair. Like when she's blow drying it or when she's like brushing it. But back to, the, back to the other stuff. Back to the juice. <laughs> and do you think anyone could be in there for the game? It's really, I think that's, you know, like with modern day dating, you'd have to like navigate loads of different things. Like, yeah. you know, when's the right time to text somebody? You don't have that in the villa, but you obviously do have to be conscious about whether someone's playing a game. Mm. And I don't really think, I don't think it's ever immediately obvious and I don't think it ever will be until you've come out. Yeah, um, for sure. And things look different. I imagine it would be hard to say. And like you said, you forget that you're in the villa. You forget the cameras are on you. Yeah, I reckon Toby yeah. could, be, could be playing the game without even knowing it. Yeah, like, I don't think he's yeah, He's sort, sort of, of like going consciously from doing it, but... And he just won't realise. I mean, he's not going to win. Playing it, <laughs> he seems so naive that he just wouldn't even realise that he's not in there looking for love. I love Toby. He's like my younger brother, but honestly, I'm watching it now and I'm like, what the bloody hell are you doing? Like, <laughs> I know. What's, what is going on? Sometimes 
and honestly just laughing out loud, like when I probably shouldn't be, just because he gets so confused. I don't know how to deal with my emotions. (laughs) It's the memes. The memes are cracking me up so much. The memes are great. Like when he went to approach Kaz for a chat and she was like, later like all the memes being like mum like I was naughty at school or something like that all the ones it's like um Hugo talking to Toby and it's like mate I can't sit your GCSEs for you (laughs) I I speak this from year seven not from a year 11 (laughs) I love that so much yeah honestly I love that so much and I I could actually when I was reading those memes, I could hear Hugo saying it. <laughs> oh my God. True. Do you think he will find someone or do you think he's like sort of in too deep now that no one's going to go for him? I really, really want him to find somebody because I do genuinely think he is a nice guy and I do think yeah, he deserves yeah. to meet somebody. Um, obviously, Casa Moore, you know, I'm just very conscious that in Casa Moore, people might be using him to get into yeah, the main yeah, villa. Yeah, sure. Because, yes. yeah, you know that in Casa Moore, when those bombshells are dropped, they've got a very hard game to play because if they, like, even if they're not interested in someone, they have to get somebody to be interested in them to be able to get into the main villa. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's really interesting, yeah. because you said to us that you haven't actually watched the Casa Amor, um episodes and we've watched two of them, is that girls still aren't going for Hugo, even though it would be quite an easy in. Be intrigued to reconnect, Sharon, when you watch the episodes and we can get your thoughts on why. Yeah, we'll be DMing you like, yeah. what about now? What do you think? <laughs> what about now? Oh, no, do you know what? Like, cause I've seen like clips of him like snogging girls and things, and I was like, oh, yeah, Hugo's actually getting in the game. Oh, um, but they, apparently not. Well, they well, all just have eyes for... They're all looking for what they think is a better option. Everyone is always looking for a better option, no matter if they're in the most stable couple. Yeah, even though there's a great option yeah. right in front of them. They just, they like, just grass is it. always greener. And so they're getting with Hugo, but then they're always after, like, Tyler or Teddy or anyone else, it seems. And it's like, how is Hugo's confidence not being so incredibly knocked by all of this? He still gets up. He's still, like... I don't know, seems real genuinely yeah. happy. For sure, he's got great energy. Yeah. I mean, he's turned down three girls. So that's well, that's probably kept true. his confidence going, isn't it? That's <laughs> like, yeah. so true. He's like, like, turned down three girls. We all know the aim of the game and you'll never be everyone's cup of tea. Because um, I've I've seen some comments made about me being salty because I've left the villa. And I was like, I'm not salty. Like, you know, it's part of the dating. It's part of real life dating, isn't it? Yeah. You'll never be everyone's cup of tea and there'll be people that don't like you and people that do. Um, it's just... In the villa, it's more awkward because there's nobody there that likes you, then you can't really just leave like you're there. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> You've got to just keep hanging around. Kind of on that, what, were you shocked that um, Shannon got dropped so early? Like, do you think she wanted to leave, like she just realised it wasn't for her? Or was it really shocking that she got dumped so early? Oh, so shocked. Lib grabbed her phone from her hand because she thought she was joking. Oh, because oh. that was, like, low-key, real nasty. Yeah, a really savage yeah. move. Mm. Was there anyone that you didn't get along with, aside from Aaron for a hot minute when he was being an idiot? <laughs> but, like, was there anyone that you just didn't vibe with? I, do you know what? I don't... I think there'd be, there was moments where I would be annoyed or disagree with people and have it out with them. Like, we called it snack gate when the boys were kicking off and being really immature about snacks. Oh, was um, it an actual, like, a bit of a rift? Yeah, like, they were just being very immature and, I, like, I can't deal with immaturity in, mm, yeah. in grown men. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I got a bit mouthy back about it and then, yeah, it caused a bit of drama, I think. Oh <laughs> over a packet of cookies. Of they were like, it. why are you getting so protective over your snacks? And I was like, if you'd actually paid attention, we put what we don't want in the cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I so love that this is what you guys really fight about. Yeah. Like, like, none of that TV, like, bullshit. It's actually snacks. <laughs> it's the chocolate chip cookies that we fight over. That's what it is. Oh, my God. That's yeah. what starts the drama. Do you guys have, like, <laughs> cups of tea at night and, like, biscuits and chat? Or is it just, you know, your two glasses of wine and then bedtime at some ungodly hour that we don't actually know. Um, I'm not saying and I love to peppermint tea before bed. Mm, yeah. So yeah, sisters, Faye and I used we to feel make yeah. peppermint tea. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like that would be. Like, we were like such old women. I felt in that villa compared to everyone else. But <laughs> oh. we were like, yeah, with our little cups of peppermint tea and our PJs. Oh, um, so cute. And like, yeah. yeah, we. Faye was like, this is what I mean by Faye being the mum of the villa. She'd make everyone's bedtime tea. Love that bitch. Don't even know her. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Right, have you guys got any other burning questions? No. I feel like we've taken, Sharon, a lot of oh your my precious, gosh. precious yeah, times. Oh my so sorry, we have fired it <laughs> straight at you. No, I've really enjoyed it. Oh, good. Thank you. You've been so good. You've absolutely, we've just shouted at you for an hour and you have been amazing. And I know our followers will be so stoked to have you on the pod. Oh, that's so exciting. <laughs> Sharon. Yeah, you're everyone, the all the girls in this podcast is really great. So if you stray away, I'm going to fly over to New Zealand. Just throw it out there. <laughs> oh, can you just fly here to hang out with us anyway? Literally. How fun. Yeah, do you know what? I'd actually do that. My cousin's getting married in Australia next year. So I might oh. Oh. do a little hop over oh, oh, no, we'll have you. it's a great place we've to already be, got so. a room for you well thank you so much and naturally we'll keep in comms um, and good luck for everything and I hope you adjust to um, real life yeah well I figured out how to use my washing machine so I'm getting there amazing yeah. you <laughs> got this yeah. girl you got this <laughs> thanks guys oh see you later Sharon thank you, thank, thank, you. thank you so much bye oh my god guys wasn't she amazing? Oh, she was so good. Love her. Love oh, her even incredible. more now. Oh, yes. I wish she was still on the show. Petition to get Sharon back on. <laughs> Cast her more round two. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. So before we leave, we do have to say a massive thank you to Neon who make this whole podcast happen. Sharon wouldn't have anywhere to come and speak on if Neon weren't here, making sure that Culture Vulture exists. So we love that for us. We also have to give a big thank you to Jane Yee. Now, Jane produced this episode and she is also the host of The Real Pod, which if you like listening to reality TV chat, which you obviously do because you're here right now, you should go and listen to The Real Pod because literally all they do is talk about reality TV and we're here for it. So thank you, Jane. We love you. Neon, we love you. Sharon, we love you. Ruby and Liv, I love you. Let's go to bed. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.